Blue Wire. Osweiler in trouble. Osweiler brought down Khalil Mack. Oh, here comes Bullshot. With or without a helmet, J.J. Watt will always put his fingerprints on a game. Steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Darius Leonard, the maniac. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Trench Warfare Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Thorne, and this week we are going to be talking about a special college football team and specifically an offensive line unit that has really led that team to a lot of success this season, and that is the Oregon Ducks. And the reason for the topic this week is twofold, really. I think the first part is because the Joe Moore Award, which is the award that's given each year to the top offensive line unit in the nation is about to announce their winner, I believe, next week. So they just came out with their four final uh, finalists, and they are Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, and Oregon. So one of those four teams is going to be the next winner of the award. And up until this point, you know, the, the inaugural award was in 2015, and that was Alabama. Um, and then since then, it's been Iowa, Notre Dame, and last year was Oklahoma. So this is a really special award that's given to an entire unit as opposed to just a player. The voting committee is outstanding. There's a lot of really great football minds that are a part of it. And I really appreciate just how they do things and, and really what they look for. Um, the criteria is based on toughness, effort, teamwork, consistency, technique and finishing and really that's that's everything that consists of a really good offensive lineman and a really good offensive line unit those are some really nice core traits to look for on film and that's really what it's all based on so it's really easy to to have you know for this award to carry a lot of weight and I believe it does especially in the offensive line community teams take a lot of pride in in just being considered for it and you know, the, the trophy is really probably the coolest trophy in college football. It's it's enormous, and it has all five uh, offensive linemen on it. So it's it's really cool. It's, it's, it's really a unique award. And I was fortunate enough to have Oregon's assistant offensive line coach, Alex Maribal, on the show this week. And I had a special interview with him that's going to come up right after this. Uh, but, you know, we, we got to talk for... For a while, and I mean, he was awesome. He, he he shared a lot of great insight into not just the position, but how things are done at Oregon. They they have a really uh, a pretty unique, I think, setup there where the head coach Mario Cristobal is an offensive line guy, and he's he's really the offensive line coach with Coach Maribal uh, focusing on the interior. But after you listen to our interview, you'll figure out that they really split up really a lot of duties, and it's not specifically him just taking the interior they split up you know the left and the right sides and they just do a lot of different things as far as how they how they coach them together and they have a really a really good GA there as well that uh so it's kind of a three-man show there that handles the offensive line but it's it's cool that the head coach is the offensive line coach as well so um you know coach Maribal said that he really he coaches the whole team like he coaches the offensive line and you know just has a high standard uh, for everybody that is, you know, and it's just cool that his foundation is there. And you could really see it when you watch them on film. They take a lot of pride in what they do up front. And they had a fantastic season, and they're about to play 
in the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin, which you know we talked about on the show. You know, Wisconsin is one of, if not the most respected programs in the country for offensive line play. Uh, so for Oregon and what they're building there to to face off against them is is something that they're really looking forward to. And that's going to be a great game to watch because you're going to see two really good offensive lines, two very well, two very well coached offensive lines. Uh, that's for sure. So, and I, I got to watch five games of Oregon last night on the coaches' film uh, before I talked to Coach Maribal. So I really got a a good feel for for how they do things and just how they look and how the players look. And it's a really impressive group. Uh, I believe that they have two guys on that line: the left guard and the right tackle. Um, Lemieux and, and Throckmorton, who have started 51 consecutive games each. So this is going to be their 52nd consecutive game this week. Uh, or, excuse me, not this week, but when they play in the Rose Bowl. Um, so that's incredible. They have a really special left tackle um, in Pines uh, Sewell. Uh, he's a true sophomore, and he's an absolute stud. And just really the whole line, they have Dallas Warmack rotating at right guard. Um, and their center and, and uh, six offensive linemen are all good players. So it was uh, it, they're, they're a lot of fun to watch on tape. Uh, the Oregon tape is really good because, you know, Oregon has Derek Brown on the interior, and there, there was a lot of battles going on with them in their interior, with him in their interior. Uh, that's a really good one to watch. Um, but I'll, I'll have more college football breakdowns for you for offensive line play coming up. Uh, as the NFL season winds down. But for now, I just wanted to send it over to this interview so you guys can learn a little bit more about Coach and the way that they do things at Oregon and learn a little bit more um, just about that program. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. So, but with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and get a free online visit, free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. All right, everybody, I'm here with Oregon assistant offensive line coach who coaches the guards and centers in his first year. It's coach Alex Maribal. He came over from Marshall. Uh, I'm really excited to have him here. Coach, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing fantastic, and it's, uh, it's an honor uh, and humbling to be on with you guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Coach. Uh, you know, I, I started this podcast really to focus on offensive line play because I feel like it's really an underutilized, under-focused position out there. It just gets overlooked a lot, but there's really so much to it. And it's really cool because it's a team within the team, as you know, and 
you know, the, the, the it's a kind of a mantra for the Joe Moore Award and other places that you want to see, you want to get five guys to play as one. And I really think you, you've been able to play a, a part in doing that uh, in Oregon this season. And your offensive line is in the running right now for that trophy. Uh, one of the top four schools uh, right now that's that's kind of, a, you know, as a finalist for the award. Um, and I know the guys that put that together, you know, take it very seriously. And I've been able to, to watch a lot of you guys play as well. Um, and I've just been so impressed with how you guys have played this season. So I just wanted to, to get you on to talk a little bit about that and just, uh, you know, kind of what you attribute the success to of, of the unit this season for you guys. Yeah, well, first of all, what, what you all do, Brandon, is awesome uh, because it obviously brings tremendous exposure to offensive line play and it's also a tremendous resource like all that stuff that you guys put on all those videos you guys put out there of nfl uh o-lines and and other colleges i i i i dive into that you know i'll dive into that and and i'll go and then i'll go and check the actual game tape of where you all got it from so i can look further into it you know so it's a tremendous resource for us and a tremendous inspiration and motivation that we'll use in our offensive line room as to, hey, did you guys see this? Check out this double team. Check out these guys passing off these these uh, line stunts in, in pass protection. So we, re- I really appreciate what you guys are doing in terms of not only bringing uh, exposure to offensive line play, but also of of you know, get making us aware of other good offensive line play out there throughout the throughout the country. So I really appreciate that. And you know, we have a mantra in our room, you know, five men, one mind. So. One of the things that as an offensive line coach that you have, your job as an offensive line coach, in my opinion, is to get those five guys working as one unit, working with one mind. Because, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And all five guys, they're going to see things differently. Well, you have to somehow, some way, you've got to get them to see it through one set of eyes. You know, and, and all, a, a lot of that starts with, with just their communication and uh, the communication that you have at the line of scrimmage from identifying the front, uh, identifying who's working with who, uh, identifying the linebackers, all that stuff. So there's a lot of things that go into those five guys playing as one unit. And that's where you as an offensive line coach, you spend your most time, you spend your most energy, you know, is working those five guys as one mind. So that's what we t- kind of pride ourselves on at the University of Oregon is to make sure that we, we don't want to have the best players. We want to have the best unit, you know. And to get that unit uh, working as one, that's what's the most time-consuming. That's what we spend uh, the, the greatest amount of our time on and our resources on. And uh, we're really, really proud of our guys and the fact that they are playing as a cohesive unit. And, you know, we talk about it in our room. When you walk into our offensive line room, you as an individual are the least important person in that, in that room. Everybody else in that room is more important than you are, and including myself. And, and and that's how you get those five guys to start to play as, as one cohesive body. And, uh, you know, we take a lot of pride when we turn on the film. We tell them, hey, listen, I can't talk to Brandon. I don't talk to Duke Manyweather. I don't talk to Jeff Schwartz. Our film talks to them. You know, our film will let other people know what kind of unit we have. And so we pride ourselves on that, you know, and we pride ourselves on, hopefully at the next opponent, Wisconsin or Utah, whoever it is that we're playing, puts on the film and says, man, you know what? This unit really plays well together. So that's something that, that we work on on a daily basis, in practice, in the film room, 
you know, every time we watch film, our center's calling out the front. He's calling out to protect the calls, everything. So, you know, we take a million reps just to get the reps right on game day. Yeah, and it, it definitely shows you guys are playing at a very high level right now. And I'm I'm interested in how you've been able to, to make this happen. I know the players really are executing and they're they're doing their jobs and you have, you know, really good guys, you know, on the unit, but I think the setup that you guys have as far as the coaching staff is sort of unique in that you're handling the interior where I, I suppose Coach Cristobal is handling more of the tackles, but you guys have a long history together. I know that you've known each other for, I believe, 30 years. You went to high school together. There's a lot of trust there um, and things like that. But so, so how do you guys approach it, you know, as a kind of as a duo and, and you, know, I, uh, you know, how you tag team this and, and sort of how you kind of go about getting these guys to play at their best? Yeah, well, so Co- Coach Crystal and I have known each other since freshman year in high school. So it's over over 35 odd years and uh, and tremendous amount we have a tremendous amount of trust in each other and at the end of, at the end of the day it's pretty easy he's the head coach I'm not so uh, he's gonna have you know there, there's there's never a, there, there's never any disagreement there's never any argument because of the fact that I know my place and my place is my job is to be the best damn assistant coach that I could possibly be to, to coach Cristobal. Uh, he's a head football coach and any, any kind of, any kind of uh, discussions that we have about, about scheme, about plays, about any of that stuff that takes place behind closed doors. And so when we walk into that offensive line room, when we walk into onto that field, we are both uh, on the same page, you know, and, and, you know, as an assistant coach, I mean, my job is to, is to help him carry out his message, both as a team, as an offense, and as an offensive line unit. So there's really never, ever, ever, ever any where the kids are confused as to what our direction is, you know? And at the same time, we have both, neither of us have egos. You know, our egos are checked at the door. We're both now 49 years old. I'm telling our age. We're both now 49 years old where, you know, all that stuff about trying to get ahead in the profession, that's not what we're about. Right now, we're both in the stage of our life where our, we want to win championships, you know, and whatever it takes to get to that level. And sometimes, you know what, you got you to gotta suck up a little bit of pride. You got to suck up a little bit of your ego, you know, and, 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 and that's what we do. What we do, but we, we are, we are um, so there's, there's never a communication deal there. And as far as guards and tackles and centers and stuff like that, we kind of more, honestly, we kind of more coach it. Hey, coach. You take the right side today, I'll take the left. Or, Coach, I'll take the left side today, you take the right. You know, it's more of that, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I don't ever coach the tackles. It's not like he never coaches the centers and the guards. We, we don't do that. You know, um, on this particular day, hey, 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 Alex, you go ahead and, and you take the meeting. You take the meeting today. So that's how we do it, you know, and I'll sit in the back of the room or he'll sit in the back of the room and we'll take notes and, and share our, our – but we're always on the same page. You know, we're always on the same page. And at the end of the day, he's a head football coach. And if he says, this is how we're going to do it, then guess what? My job is to carry that out to the, to the, to the utmost of my ability. So uh, it is unique and it's awesome because our head football coach is an old line guy. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. He coaches the team like if he's coaching the old line. So it's awesome. The old line loves it because 
everybody on the team is held to the same standard as the old line. It's not, oh, okay, well, he's a skill guy. Uh-uh. No. They're, they're being kept to the same standards on the field and off the field that typically O-line groups do, you know? So it's awesome. It's awesome. And we feel, we feel it, it, it's a benefit to our players, you know, and we have a heck of a, of a GA in Elite Terry. So we feel we have three O-line guys. And we go, so when we go individual, I'll take, like, sometimes I'll take the right tackles and right guards. Our GA will take the centers and the left guard. And then Coach Chris will take the left tackles and the tight ends. And we get a lot of work done in five minutes, you know? So um, so that's the way we do it. We're blessed to do that. And uh, there's times that Coach can't be with the O-line because he might be watching, uh, doing special teams. So then I got it with a GA at that time, you know, and then uh, he's there for all inside run. He's there for all the one-on-one pass rush. So, so it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And, again, he and I are now at the stage of our life and the stage of our career where we just want to win. You know, we just want to win. It, it's no longer about trying to get ahead in the profession. It's about winning and priding ourselves on having our guys look good doing it. Yeah, that's that's a really cool setup that you guys have there, and it shows when you watch on the on the tape really to have three guys like that that can attack the process that way, and it shows up on tape. I think you know when I was watching you guys play last night, some of my notes, I, I thought you guys were a really versatile unit that was nasty and tough and took a lot of pride in your physicality and technique. Those things really show. And and just to talk a little bit about these players that you guys have, um, you know, I mean, the left tackle just won the Morris Trophy, you know, which yeah. you know, was voted on by the players in the Pac-12, which is very impressive considering he's a sophomore. And then you got, I believe most of these guys have graduated early. Is, is that right? So you have a lot of a lot of hardworking guys on this on this unit that can really just focus on football. We, we, we've got six guys that we play, you know. Um, we've got five seniors, and then we've got uh, one sophomore, Panay Sewell. You know, and uh, Panay's a, a, a great player, uh, but the best thing about him is he's playing with a tremendous amount of technique and fundamentals right now, you know. Um, so that, that's what's the best thing. He, he's uh, his freshman year, he did a heck of a job, but he relied a lot on, on his God-given ability as a freshman. Now, he's actually honed his skills, and he's playing with a tremendous amount of technique and fundamentals. And, uh, like, if you take our Arizona State game and you watch our Arizona State game, that might have been his best technical game that he's played to date, you know? So that's what we take a lot of pride in is, is him no longer relying on his natural abilities and instead relying on his technique and his fundamentals. Because what we tell these guys, Brandon, is that there's a bigger, badder wolf out there somewhere, you know? There's a bigger, badder wolf out there who's just as big, just as strong, just as athletic as you are, so you better have good technique, good fundamentals. And then, you know, the, the rest of them guys, man, like Lemieux, our left guard, man, that guy, you, you want him in a bar fight with you now. You know, that guy, that guy is a tough, tough cat who plays with an edge and, uh, and, and you know, real physical guy that has the last year and a half has done a heck of a job of playing with more technique and more fundamentals instead of just always trying to beat people up, you know? Um, so, cause sometimes if you just go out there, if you just go out there every play and you're just trying to put a guy on his back on every single play or, you know, you're going to play out of scheme. So we've kind of gotten him where he's playing within scheme and still being nasty and physical, you know? Um, 
our center man, our center's a great player. Uh, he's kind of the brain trust behind the whole thing. You know, he's the guy who identifies the front for us, makes our protection calls, you know, starts our line of scrimmage calls. So we rely on Jake Hanson a lot, you know, uh, to get us on the right page. Our right guards, you know, we got two guys playing right now. We got Dallas Warmack, uh, who obviously was a grad transfer for us from Alabama uh, for the past two years, and he's been a godsend for us. Uh, we love Dallas and, and what he's all about. And then we've got Brady Aiello, you know, a guy that a lot of people never talk about, but he's going to end up graduating from 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 uh, Oregon starting over 30 games, you know, and a guy that we, th- we thought was just strictly a tackle but because of injury, we had to move him inside, and he's done a heck of a job playing guard for us, you know. Uh, and those are two guys that are just uh, done a heck of a job. And then our right tackle, man, Throckmorton, he's, I mean, he's a jack of all trades. You know, he has started at four spots. Uh, has Him and Lemieux both have, have uh, started 51 consecutive games. Uh, so the, Ro- the Rose Bowl will be their 52nd consecutive start. And that, to me, that's the definition of toughness. Guys that show up every damn day. And if you come to our practices, Brandon, those guys not only – they don't miss practice now. Those guys practice, and those guys – it's not like, okay, you're not going to do inside run. we got to save you for the game. Uh-uh. At our practice, our old line, they practice now. So um, we've got a great group of guys. You know, we got a, a bunch of just tough-minded dudes who, who – put it upon themselves at the start of this season that we want to try to be the best. You know, we want to try to be the best. It's a tremendous honor to be uh, nominated and to be one of the finalists for the Joe Moore Award. Um, And, you know, whether we win it or not, that's in somebody else's hands. We feel that we've done whatever we could do on the field of play to this point uh, to show people what kind of offensive line we are, you know, and, uh, so it's a tremendous honor, but it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to be able to work with these guys on a day-in, day-out basis. There's a lot of guys There's a lot of guys in that group that are one-star, two-star, three-star kids that are kicking a lot of four- and five-star butt on Saturdays, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, Throckmorton, I got to meet him at OL Masterminds this past summer and was really impressed with the way he carried himself and everything like that. And I, I feel like he's applied yeah. some of those things that he learned as well. It's just... That, that's what I was going to tell you. You, you. What you guys are doing with that O-line Masterminds is awesome because he came back and, I mean, he... I, I can visibly see him doing stuff that I know he learned with you guys. And, um, you know, one of the most important things he said he felt he learned was from, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Armstead, uh, the, the, the guy that left that for, for, the, for, the, uh, uh, for, the, for the Saints, just about how he prepares, you know, just about his preparation and, and stuff like that, that has really impacted Calvin. You know, and Calvin, he's a great student of the game, but he became even more so when he came back from, that, from the O-line mastermind. So, man, that impact that you guys had, we, hey, I know this. The rest of the guys in that room, they were jealous that they didn't get to go, you know. And and I, I was like, heck, I'm jealous. I wish I was there. I'd love to be a little a fly on the wall there just to listen to these guys talking. But they're tremendous. What you guys, what guys like you, Brandon, Duke, and Jeff are, are doing for the uh, for the for football, but for the O line uh, profession is is awesome. 
is awesome. And, and you, you guys are instilling, I mean, you guys are allowing these guys and to have their pride really show through. And uh, I know I, I saw it on a daily basis with, with Calvin. You know, and I, I think Calvin's a guy that's going to end up playing for a long time at the next level um, because of the impact of guys like you and Duke and Jeff have had on the profession. So a million thanks to you guys. Hey, Coach. Well, I really appreciate it, and I don't want to take any more of your time, but I really uh, I just want to thank you for, for taking the time to do this and just for everything. It, it's great to hear hear you talk about you know the offensive line and just to get your insights. So uh, good luck in the bowl game, and you know we'll be watching, and good luck with the Joe Moore Award and everything else. Hey, I, I know this. The Rose Bowl, you're talking about two O-line schools now. You're talking about Wisconsin and, and, and Oregon. So uh, there'll be a lot. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Twitter footage after the game from both O lines. We got a tremendous amount of respect for their offensive line. That's one of the O lines. Them, Iowa, LSU, Georgia. Those are O lines that we, as at our O line at Oregon, that we are always striving. Alabama, that we're always striving to try to be like. So we have a tremendous amount of respect for them, and to be on the same playing field with them on on January 1st is going to be awesome. And uh, Brandon, I appreciate you. And anytime you you want to have us on, anybody from the University of Oregon on, uh, man, it's, it's our pleasure. And I appreciate what you're doing for our profession. Thank you. Absolutely, Coach. Thank you.